FUBAR Fest 2019, June 29th, DBA 256 in Pomona, California, with Siamese. On how we live. Hope. Walking through his neighborhood looking for someone to prove. Anonymous. Burners. Average Joe and the Bench Warmers. Rundown Creeps. The Fallen Electric. From Zero to Hero if you would And Wolves Inside Free entry 21 and over Go to FooBarShow.com Filthy Martini Studios in Ontario, California. It's the Fubar Show! Hey, what's up, everyone? I am Tennessee. I'm Josh. And who? Thank you very much for listening to the Fubar Show. Thank you for downloading the pod on your favorite podcast app, subscribing, and telling a friend like a champ. You can always reach us at Fubar Show. That's FWBarshow.com. And FWBarshow is your handle on Facebook, Tumblr, Twitter, and Instagram. Check us out, drop us a line, and we'll fill it up like a couple of foos. Ain't that right, foos? Hey, foo. Hey, Yo. foo, welcome back. Yeah, man. Thanks for showing up. Yeah. Well, you're welcome. You were absent <laughs> for uh, episode 114. Now, now that we're on 115. Well, 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 you know what, foos? You know, a couple Futopians uh, came, and I wanted them to steal. You got drunk in LA. So, what were you drinking? <laughs> well, here's the thing, foo. Some Futopians think it's okay to mix whiskey. And fucking um, gin. Kay. What? Why? Yeah. yeah. Oh, like as a shot? No, like I was drinking some old fashions, which were delightful. Okay. And then later I had to take over a uh, Moscow mule for someone. Oh, geez. And the mule prominently featured gin. Oh. Well, then it's not a Moscow mule because yeah. that would have been vodka. It was their play on it. So they, it added a they had a little bit of vodka, but there was more gin than vodka. It was a weird house recipe. Huh. Anyways, the Futopians thought it was fine. Uh, because so they brought an extra, and then when they, here's the this is kind of a dick move by them. Okay, they brought it over, and they're like, "Who ordered this?" And everyone's like, "Dude, we didn't order drinks." And he's just like, "I'm gonna leave it on the table then." And we're like, "Dude, we didn't, <laughs> we didn't order this drink." And like, if and if nobody touches it, nothing will happen. But if somebody takes it, I won't say a thing. <laughs> well, like he did that to like charge us for it still because uh. they made it. Yeah, so that was kind of a dick move by him without. They knew, they knew we were already crossing the fine line between sober and not sober. Oh, jeez. That guy played his cards right. Sure oh, did. Oh, jeez. <laughs> um, also, during the last three minutes of the game, uh, they had house shooter specials for $5. So what? I was just like, fuck it, I'll buy everyone some shooters. Dude. I don't know what was in it. Uh, tasted like a gummy bear. What time did this all start? Uh, started around 5.45, 5.30. Isn't that about the time we record? Uh, that's usually the time no, when no, he no, get, no, when no. he leaves when for you. Leave. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think we started to get inebriated uh, after my second or third drink, which at five thirty. We were there at four thirty. Oh, oh gotcha. we went immediately after work. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. So, uh, 
fast forward to that. Do you believe any of that shit? Not really. <laughs> Go ahead. So we had the, we had the goddamn shooters, uh-huh, uh-huh. and then the Futopians uh, wanted to try out the local grass selection. And you're saying this wasn't it, it? You know, you were in no way at fault at any of this for not telling us you're coming. <laughs> We're waiting for your ass for a solid hour. We had, we had nothing. I was like, oh, the food's probably just caught in traffic. We had every implication of you being there because you did. We told you we're gonna set up the t- the podcast inside the room <laughs> so you, we can watch the game while we record. And no, nothing. Not even I a phone you, call. I hung you guys out to dry. <laughs> Feel so used. I know. I know. What the fuck, man? Anyway, well, well I'm glad to hear you guys finally got some work done. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I will kill you right now. Just kidding. <laughs> Anyways, Fu, I just want to recap on the night a little bit. Ended up going to a particularly nice strip joint. Yeah. I was showing the Futopians. All right. You're, you're forgiven. <laughs> I was showing the Futopians the local talent. Uh, the local the talent. The local talent. <laughs> um, and it got, we ended up being there a lot longer than I originally planned. Where was the strip club at? What city? Uh, West LA? In downtown LA? <laughs> that was down. Oh. Oh. In downtown. Yeah. Oh wow, okay. classy. Yeah, <laughs> um, you know it was twenty bucks to get in. So that's when I was like, okay. This. That means there's only about twenty stains. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we paid for a booth. Oh, that means I there mean, are no stains. All right. <laughs> I mean, I was trying to make sure the Futopians had a nice time. Um, <laughs> we paid for a booth, and we got one. We got pretty much a girl like stationed at our booth. So, so why, we had some why? chick on her booth on the table. <laughs> oh, dude, I was, oh, why have dude, we not been? Why have time. we not been treated to such? Know. You know, we're not Futopians. Oh, sorry. You racist. Maybe we'll go on our one year on our one year anniversary, Foos. We already had we already it. had it. <laughs> You're late. <laughs> well, well. There's yoke on my face. Good God. Uh, uh, anyways, um, yeah. That we... one is also sexual. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little bit of yoke. <laughs> um, yeah, I ended up spending uh, quite quite the amount at that at that strip joint. Oh, all right. And I'm uh, glad I didn't go because <laughs> I would have been like Al Bundy with the yeah, rope. I think I, yeah, <laughs> dollar I think I, string. I spent like 16 Futopian dollars. Oh, God. Jeez. What does that translate into? About 500 Americans. Oh, right. <laughs> the economy is booming. <laughs> Dude. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. We had a nice time, though. Okay. Giggity, giggity, goo. Pretty much, that's how I, I felt like that guy, dude. I was, after I left, I was like, God damn, that girl just wants to pay rent. Giggity. Yeah. yeah. Hey, but you know what? She was at our table for about an hour, so she got plenty of money from all of us. Oh, yeah. She dude. clocked in for work that day for sure. She sure did. You fucks. She's lucky she <laughs> ran into me, foo. Oh, man. <laughs> you in love with a stripper, foo? Oh, no, I knew my boundaries. She rock and she roll and <laughs> she grind on that I, pole. And <laughs> now that you bring that up, I really want to talk about. So, sorry to go into history mode here, foo. Yeah, oh, what's up, okay. dude? Uh, do you remember when I lived in the dorms at Cal Poly? Yes. Hardly. Uh, sorry, Foo. <laughs> we met after that. Right, right. Just slightly after um, that. When, when I was at the dorms, um, my group of friends from high school and some of uh, DJ No Chill's friends oh, that yeah, um, yeah. went to Cal Poly as well. Yeah, yeah. I'm familiar with this group. DJ No Chill. DJ No Chill. We all decided, because we were all finally working and getting paid. I'm loving where this is going. So I had a huge ass. Pay- I, I've never gotten a paycheck. Uh, this sounds stupid, 
talking about it now, but like I had like a four hundred dollar paycheck and I thought I was fucking rich, dude. <laughs> dude you were rolling, man. Dude, you were rolling in. That was a ton of money. That's like like sixty lunches, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, your budget is weird. Go ahead. <laughs> um, so we took every we all went to downtown. We went to Spearmint Rhino in downtown. Because uh, it was college night on Thursday, so we all got in for free okay. with the college ID. Uh, yeah. um, <laughs> I didn't know they had that I special. Pre- I pretty much paid for everyone to get their own lap dance. And after that, I was like, that's it. Fuck yourselves. You're on your own. Right. I, I went back to the, like the VIP room, and I got like five dances, six dances. Mm-hmm. And then I exited swiftly because I knew at the time my dad coached me up like, don't be back there more than like 15, 20 minutes. Or you'll have to fucking, like, be held hostage, pretty much. Oh, shit. Yeah. So I just had, like, the five, six songs that she said, and I dipped. Mm -hmm. I, like, um, I come back. We're we're trying to find my friend Richard. Okay. (laughs) Okay. And I was like, hey, guys, there's Richard. They're like, I don't know. And I think DJ Nocho was like, oh, dude, he's getting another lap dance. And I was like, what the fuck? I only gave you guys enough money for, like, two songs. And uh, he comes back, and he's like, hey. Foo, foo. <laughs> this is before. This yeah. is remember. Before this is before you were we, officially the foo. Yeah, yeah, and this is before we had any of us had money. Right. He was like, "Hey, man, I need like forty bucks." <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck?" What? And he's just like, "Yeah," because um, I didn't find out till we got there. A lot of the guys didn't bring money. Okay. <laughs> so when I willingly <laughs> gave out the lap dances, I opened the fucking floodgates, yeah. dude. Dude, Never floodgates, do that. Pandora's <laughs> box. Never open your wallet up at a strip club. I know. <laughs> uh, but I, you know, DJ No Chill was cool with just having a couple dances here. We all just wanted to chill there because yeah. first time we could all do that with money. I gave him 40 bucks. I'm like, fine, fine. But like, fuck off after this. Yeah. Dude, he disappears for like 15 minutes again. <laughs> dude, and he comes back and he's like, hey guys, hey guys. He's just like, can I get like $60? And we're just like, Dang. and I was just like, nah, fuck you, dude, not me. And I think a couple of the guys were like, oh, fuck. All right. Let's, I'll give them 20. You give them 20. And I had to pitch in 22 <laughs> because we ran out of money. Guilted your ass? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that was a bitch move. He guilted me to get the 20 bucks. <laughs> He's just begging you. Guess Come what, on, man, food? I need a fix. 20 minutes pass. <laughs> oh. No. Yeah, really? Comes out, but he doesn't say I need money. He says he needs a condom. DJ Nocho. It's funny because DJ Nocho was the voice of reason. Like, what the fuck are you doing? He was like, what are you doing? Like, a condom? And he's just like, this girl's super into me. And they're like, they're paid. she's not. They're paid to be into you. And he's just like, no, trust me, bro. Like, she's really into me. Like, we started, like, exchanging personal information. I'm like, Holy shit, dude! Like, are you about to fuck a stripper? I was like, dude, calm down. Like, do do not do that. He's like, he's like, well, I need a condom. He's like, do you think they sell condoms? Let me ask the security guard. I'm like, do not ask the security guard. Dude, his his eyes were fucking bright, like he saw the Vegas Strip, dude. This was he saw some type of strip. Anyways, finally, like three of us convince him no and tell him no, and we don't give him money. Partly because the other guys are out of money. And then, like, the security <laughs> guard comes over and he's like, your boy owes us 40 bucks. Dang. So I'm like... <sighs> so uh, I give the guy the 40 bucks and uh, 
my buddy Oscar drove us. Yeah. And I told him, he was my college roommate. I'm like, dude, we're, we're out of here now. And he's like, okay, whatever you say. So we all left. Dude, this guy Richard is like shaming us for like not getting in, getting laid. Saying we're cock blocks. And Dick. like he could have like. No good deed. He could like been with a stripper. And I'm just like, that's not something you want to go bragging about to people, dude. I banged a stri- I, I I banged a stripper because she was super into me. That's like I. That's like saying I fucked the kitchen sink. Everyone's fucking been there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on. Anything now. for money, I guess. Oh God. Jeez. Yeah, but that reminded me of that afterwards when I left. You guys saved him, man. He sh- he owes you his life. I mean, he could have had the heavy. He could have. <laughs> he could have some some nasty. Yeah. 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 Dude. Gross. Uh, gross, yeah. gross. Well, thank you for that what story. What a stroll Fu. down memory lane, Fu. <laughs> <laughs> young, was, young Fu. Yo, <laughs> the young fucking delinquent Fu. Thanks, Fu. Now we know. And knowing is half the battle. So now everyone knows, Fu. Yes, right. Don't go to the back room of strip club if you ain't have cash falling out of your pants. Uh, yeah, especially if you if you enter the strip club late enough into the night. Where you know, just walking in, you start smelling bo. Like, just you're done. Like, don't spend that much. It's money. like it's like, what dude. Let me wow. Buy yeah. your buy your beer, then get out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, throw mm-hmm. some ones on the table. There's a specific time where like the air conditioning doesn't really uh, keep up with the actual uh, ambience uh, of the uh, of the strip club. Yeah, it's true. Where this just bo. And if there's no buffet, goddamn. Yeah, you're gonna get the fuck out. Yeah, of there. you need to just move along. Uh, well, let's move along <laughs> to the next one, shall we? Let's yes, start sir. geeking out. Yes, sir. So, so do you guys remember that old, you know, cartoon show that used to be? I think it was on WB. Or Fox, it was a, uh, or Disney. I'm sorry, it was a Disney property. It had a popular toy line. It was Gargoyles. You guys remember that? Yeah. Uh, in fact, I think uh, specifically, it might have been UPN. Oh yeah, it was on UPN. Yeah, it was on UPN, the uh, United Paramount Network, Channel 13 here in LA. They had that. They had Captain Simeon and the Space Monkeys. They had uh, Mummies Alive. They had a bunch of other cool shit like that, man. Mummy's uh, alive. Mummy's wow. alive. Actually, you know Mummy's what? Gargoyles, alive. I believe, might actually originate from a Disney property. In fact, uh, uh, that now that I'm thinking about it, yeah. But they uh-huh. were showing it with those other ones. And they had a. It, it's funny too. A little tidbit is that they had a, a lot of the voice actors were Star Trek mm-hmm. actors. They're from the Star Trek Enterprise. Oh, sick. All right. What yeah. The fuck? Yeah. So the I forget his da- his damn name, but he played like the villain of the. Of the show. Mm-hmm. If you go back and listen to it, it's the guy that was in Enterprise, the second in command to Picard. I can't oh. remember his name. I don't know. For the Can life of me. Yeah, but so there's actually a movie that's in the works directed by none other than Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele will be directing a Gargoyles movie. It's uh, crazy that he's taking on all these interesting projects. Like It's really outside. It seems to be outside of his comfort zone. Because, you know, we we knew him as a comedian, as like an improv guy with uh-huh. Matt TV, Key and Peele, you know, and then he did those other couple movies, those scary movies, and I was going into Gargoyles, which is, uh, is it fair to say that it's like, it's not a superhero type of thing, is it? No, it's... it's, it's when, just, when you guys watched it when you're younger, were you scared a little bit? Sometimes. I was sometimes, I think, yeah, it was I dark. think that's what the direction he might need to go in then. 
Yeah, make it a little kind dark. Of, kind of dark. pretty scary and dark. Or... They were protectors of the city, yeah. like similar to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. They were free okay. public yeah. servants. They're, yeah, <laughs> but they, there's like this whole lore that they end up delving more into as yeah, the season went they, on. I right. think Gargoyles, like eventually the show got to that they've been around since like medieval times. Yeah, and that's when they like they get frozen by Merlin or some other mm. sorceress. And like, that's why they're outside of the uh, of all the cathedrals and things like that. Yeah, the Gothic cathedrals. Well, and in the animated show, the main guy he like goes and explores this castle in Ireland mm-hmm. because there's supposed to be some type of item there, and then that's when he moved the entire castle into New York. Oh wow! Like, and he made that his house pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> and he, and then these gargoyles all of a sudden came alive, mm-hmm. and then that's when he just like okay, you know, he started researching them and going into their history. Yeah, it's crazy ass. It's a crazy ass cartoon. They have it on Disney XD right now. I think they'll have it on that Disney Plus service when it comes out in November. Also, it was a Disney property after all. I think yeah, so. I think, so. I, I think it was like a Disney on. property. So yeah. I think it, when it originally aired, instead of it being aired on UPN, it was uh, airing alongside of uh, Darkwing Duck and uh, DuckTales. Yeah, Tales yeah and, that's right. I think yeah. so. That yeah. that You know what? That does that does make sense. I believe I saw that. I remember that lineup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or was it... Um, and then it was the Tailspin. LA Lakers play on KKL 9. <laughs> <laughs> What the hell? Yeah, it was on KKL 9. KKL 9, man. <laughs> that was... Wow. Yeah. That was like the three-peat days. Oh, that yeah. That was uh, with that Magic was... or something like that. Or no, right? that was with... Uh... Oh, before the three-peat days? Yeah. Oh, shit. That was in the 90s, man. Yeah, it was in the That's when 90s. I was just like, when the fuck's Digimon and Pokemon coming on? Oh, that's that later was the, on. That was in the that 2000s. Late 90s. Late 90s, 2000s. Yeah. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But uh, I, I, bl- I trust Jordan Peele, man. He's doing some good stuff. He's so at least going to be fair to Midland. Yeah. I mean, he's already proven that he can direct the fucking project. He can put mm-hmm. out good movies. Yeah. He's shown. So. Yeah, yeah, he, he has not. T- you know, they're not going to be Oscar winners, not yet. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe as he continues to develop his craft and nah. things like that. Who knows? Who knows? Never yeah. say never, man. True. This is a pretty abstract idea, though. Mm-hmm. It is. I, I, you know, but I think this is going to get more. Uh, it's a rock opera. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. <laughs> like Rocket Man style. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it, dude. <laughs> well, let's move on to some other news. I know, uh, Fu, you weren't here when I talked about this last podcast, but the Batman, we're getting a shitload of more details now. Now that They're like releasing pa- news every week now. Yeah, they're pretty thing. much opening we the floodgates. We can't not talk about it. No, we can't. <laughs> okay, and okay. The, the Fu was a little upset that I mentioned anything Okay, li- listen, listen. <laughs> okay, okay. Hear me out. Okay, I'm listening. I, I, Fu, I'm listening. Fu, I think Fu, this... I'm listening. Fu, okay, good. I'm Let him listening. speak. Oh. Here, here's an. Inter- Somebody, please let him speak. <laughs> Fuck up. Here's an interesting point I want to make. Okay. Which I know you guys will empathize with. Will we? How? Yes, I. Yes, you will. Let me make the point. How much? Let him speak. <laughs> Christ. Do you remember how much Batman versus Superman was hyped up? Yes. Oh yeah. Okay, I, I'm just weary of another situation where we're raising standards all the time. It's not so much raising standards. I it's, think it's just collecting information. It's just at this point, it's collecting information. That was, that was exactly what happened. No, but okay. So the the thing that <laughs> fucked up Batman vs Superman ultimately was Zack Snyder. So that's why I have a little bit of hope because they're going with this guy Matt Reeves who does who focuses more on the actual storytelling. Yes, I agree. Than I just, aesthetics. I just don't want to fall into the same situation. Look, as long as Simon Kimberg is no way involved in this series, I, I think we're fine. I'll, I'll agree with you there. <laughs> oh, you know, I'll, 
Yeah. It's a valid point. I'm okay. <laughs> Very strong point. <laughs> that one. That's yeah. unanimous. Yeah, good point. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome, America. Very nice. Well, as I was saying before, we've got more news on the actual characters that will be involved. It's going to be Penguin, Catwoman, Riddler. You're going to have Two-Face. You're going to have <clears throat> Scarecrow. And... You're gonna. Who else is it? It's also Firefly. Scarecrow. Firefly. I'm sorry. No. Why are you fucking again? Up? I we, it up again. Like, we discussed I it, it last again. time. Jesus it's Christ. <laughs> Firefly and the Mad Hatter. Foo, we there need to is. revisit the runner of the meetings. Foo. Uh, I know, right? <laughs> I don't know because you said Scarecrow. You fucked me up. Well, Way to write it down. I, I, hey, look, dude. I don't. <laughs> There's write. nothing to write it on. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> yeah so it's gonna be those characters and then there's actually gonna be a secret character that they're gonna twist at the end that they haven't revealed and so there's speculation it may be hush because they're saying that this movie the plot of this movie is gonna fall similarly with a comic book that came out in the 80s by the name of the long halloween mm-hmm. and the long halloween was kind of a little bit of a it, they did a slight adaptation Oh, for the Dark Knight, mm-hmm. you know, with how they did the Joker, how Batman pretty much had to investigate all these random attacks and figure out who was, you know, who was behind all of this. Well, the Long Halloween, that's when they introduced Two Face, mm-hmm. like Harvey Dent had it, you know, got his face all melted off by the Falcons. Right. And so this one, it it's going to be focusing more on Batman developing his genius detective skills. So you're going to have the two main players are going to be Penguin. And Two-Face going at it. And then the Riddler and the other guys are going to be background characters that are going to be doing stuff in the back. Mm-hmm. Like, you're, they're going to have some type of involvement. Crazy. So, I was kind of a little right on what the what I was talking about in the previous podcast. How they're going to just have all four, all, all of these characters just involved at all times, pretty mm-hmm. much. Like, the universe is created. We're just going to start seeing that this guy is a brute, but now he's starting to get into intellectual. The that's, only the, that's the best way DC can get into it. Mm-hmm. Like, here, here we are. We're in the middle of a story. Boom. You guys know all these characters. We've, we've done them before, with the exception of two, Mad Hatter and Firefly. But boom, here you go. Like, the, only, the only concern I have is, will Robert Pattinson be able to pull off that introspective monologue that might happen in this kind of movie if we're just focusing on him and his like internal detective skills. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of monologues probably where he's like thinking or talking to himself. It's Th- that's how a bunch of Batman's comics go too. Yeah, he's thinking through he's situations. Thinking, yeah, he's but thinking will he be to able to pull it off? You know, with his delivery, um, without it sounding like Twilight. <laughs> and you know, I don't know. Uh, he, I mean, he does pretty good monologues. He does brooding very well. I think he will. I think he'll pull it off. It, it's. It all depends on how he does his voice, too. Exactly. So, I mean, he's British, so I'm pretty sure he can do pretty good accents. Yeah, yeah. But, damn, uh, yeah, that's a good point. That's a really good point. I, if any of you guys, if any of you listeners out there have any suggestions of movies to watch of him that where he does anything like this, mm-hmm. I mean, by all means. I'll see what I could dig up because yeah. I've seen a few movies. Because, I, I mean, I'll be very interested in seeing a mo- you know his outside Twilight movies to uh yeah. See what we, yeah. we can expect. That's my reference We'll, we'll point. have a movie night, Fuse. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I can't wait. We're going to do some deep research into Mr. Oh, man. Batson. We're going to get so high. <laughs> <laughs> so high. Well, let's change the pace a little from these DC movies and movies in general to good old anime. Mm-hmm. Uh, one anime in particular that me and the Foo enjoy very much, as well as other people, My Hero Academia. It's actually a huge anime that just research, that came out in 2014 via Shonen Jump Weekly. 
and it's dude it's become a a phenomenon like there was just a movie last year two heroes it's appealing to all ages is what it's really good at so it's actually going to be coming back it was on hiatus since i believe last year right yes last Last october well it's coming back this october um they haven't exactly said the date but it'll be rolling around in october they're actually going to be releasing a screening for the first episode at anime con or anime expo in 2019 crazy uh it's gonna be saturday july 6th from 10 a.m to 12 p.m uh so the full the full trailer will be released july 7th after obviously we release it release it at this uh venue but they pretty much have a premiere ready so though i'm sure they'll be ready in october probably like 21st or some some at some point at or probably when they release like their, uh, they have a manga that they release weekly right now, mm-hmm. every Sunday. So they may start doing it like on uh, on a Sunday. So uh, just uh, keep in mind for any anime fans out there. Yeah. Fu, you excited for my hero? Uh, I want to really see the next storyline. It's they I, left it on a really good good point. I read the manga and it gets it gets more deep and a lot of crazier shit happens because they're going more into the realm of this this meta world so foo for you you know for those people that don't know what the hell we're talking about the story follows azuku midoriya who lives in a world where everyone has powers even though he was born without them dreaming to become a superhero anyway he eventually is scouted by the world's best hero all might and enrolls in a school for professional heroes mm-hmm. so that it, you're seeing all these people with weird what they call school quirks. for heroes brah it's kind of like x-men but not but not 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 lame. Not lame. Like they've been in the movies. Yes. Well, Thanks a lot, Simon Kimberg. <laughs> <laughs> it's gotta beat He's that. Really getting it from you guys today. Yeah, he sure is. And he, he should. Yeah. He should fucking he should. It. God damn it. Yeah, he sucked. Yeah, he did. So everyone prepare for my hero academia. And Fu, uh, Steph had went to something this last weekend, didn't she? Yeah, about a week ago, uh, specifically June 9th. She and about a out. week ago. <laughs> <laughs> she went to the Pasadena Convention Center and she checked out um, the Roboy, Robo Toy Fest. Roboy? Roboy. <laughs> Robo Toy Fest. <laughs> you okay? Dude? That's actually going to be pretty dope. A Robo Toy Fest. How many goddamn rowboat versions of toys can you cut? Wait, are you saying rowboat? He said rowboat. No, I did The second time. I said Robo Toy Fest. Okay, really, so Robo Toy Fest. I need to remember this timestamp. <laughs> so on June 9th, uh, <laughs> Steph checked out Robo Toy Fest at the Pasadena Convention Center, uh, and it's a one day toy gathering and convention. Uh, many special guests, artists, and vendors were on hand to buy, sell, and trade. Uh, they they shared a space with Brick Boutique, Pasadena GI Joe Show, and a Protoculture Con, giving you like four shows for the price of one. Oh. It was pretty affordable. Like if uh, it started at ten a.m. and it was ten bucks, and if you wanted to get in uh, an hour earlier, it was fifteen bucks just to kind of get like an early bird admission mm-hmm. and just hang out while you know while you're watching everybody kind of set up and see what what they're what they're up to. But she sent me some audio, so I figured you know I'd play it for the uh, for the pod. What do you think? Oh, yeah, let's do it. What is up, my dudes? I am at the Pasadena Convention Center for the Robo Toy Fest 2019. So I was one of the early birds waiting in line before 9 a.m., which is when the show started, and I was able to get a free goodie bag. 
put in this goodie bag, I got a t-shirt for Mighty Number no. 9, which looks like some type of anime that I've never heard of, and a toy that is in a box written in entirely Japanese, so I have no idea where it's from. Uh, oh, oh, wait, it says Crush Gear, Raging Bullet, 1-1 scale, Crush Gear series. I have no idea what that is. The goodie bag also came with a poster for Netflix's Voltron, and I took a couple of posters written in entirely Japanese um, that was sitting on the table. I just grabbed a whole bunch. She said they were free, so I took them. <laughs> so after getting the goodie bag, I noticed that most of the tables are not quite set up. This is about like 9... 10, 9.15 after uh, the doors open and uh, lots of vendors are scrambling to get things on the table, their registers aren't set up and so I'm calmly kind of just walking around nodding at people saying what's up, it's awkward for the few minutes and let's see how it goes. Oh my god, they got a Transformers Devastator kit. This kit is $200 but it comes with every single toy that you need to transform to make Devastator. It's a neon green giant Devastator toy. And that price is quite devastating, I might add. <laughs> uh. Ooh, look at that. I found the Gundam models. Okay, I can't do this with the phone in my hand, so I'm going to have to pause you. Well, 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 somebody just bought a Gundam figure. <laughs> of course, I couldn't walk away without buying something Gundam. Um, by the way, Mobile Suit G Gundam and Mobile Suit Gundam Wing are the best Gundam series. Uh, if you don't think so, let's discuss. Uh, but I got the Gundam Shining Break Arcs Mobile Suit. So I'm going to take a picture of that, and we'll also have that on the Bar Instagram. So walking around, I see that there's not just Transformers, there's not just Gundam or G.I. Joe. There's actually a lot of pop toys, a lot of DC comics, uh, action figures, Marvel action figures. Um, there's collectible pins from Harry Potter. It really just, it's, it's a nerd fest. That's what it is, but mostly focused on, you know, the robotics and stuff like that. And there's even a lot of Godzilla! But sadly, no inflatable Godzilla running around. There was some... G.I. Joe characters walking around, some people in cosplay, which was pretty neat. Um, I didn't really watch G.I. Joe growing up, so I mean, it's, it's really hard for me to give you an emotional attachment <laughs> conversation here, because it's just not happening. She's your wife. Alright, I just met an artist named Andrew Rano, aka Ari. He sold me this nice original artwork of robots with like a cyclops robot all different colors spaceship alien robot and i think it would fit the food bar studio filthy martini studios very well so i picked it up from him i asked him what his inspiration was and he said that one he of his friends robots. was down one day and he drew her a robot and you know she smiled so he decided to make a living off of it they're pretty cute robots and we'll feature it on the uh Bar show Instagram page. So I've walked around this venue twice already, just taking a look at all the collectibles that I can afford because, I mean, let's be realistic $200 for a freaking set 
is actually not that bad of a price. But when you're on the foobar budget, um, yeah, that's a little out of price. All right, my dudes. I think I'm going to call it for the RoboFest 2019. It was nice. Oh, oh, hang on. Um, somebody's walking in as a Batgirl and Arrow here. Let me see if I can get a quick picture. All right, well, I couldn't get a picture of them because for some reason they just, they're ninjas. Okay, so I turn around and then they're gone. And well, they are ninjas, I was just right? like, yeah. But on the Why way are she out, surprised? some girl was dressed as Inuyasha. So I took a picture of her instead, which will probably be on the Instagram. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. We'll see. She's in right, to do it. Heading to the car now. <laughs> bye bye. All right. Well, thanks, Steph. That was very. That was a very Steph-centric segment. It was. It was. Oh man, that's sad. Steph ran all over it. Well, well, people, now you got a nice dosage of Steph. Yeah. Well, uh, I thought it, I thought it was pretty cool that she went. Uh, it was like all impromptu. Like all of a sudden, she's like, "I'm going to this Robo Toy Fest," and I was like, "Cool, what's that all about?" And she's just like, "It's just a fest of robot toys." It's like, "Oh, okay." And then when she started saying, oh, you know, like Transformers, then it started making more sense. Like, oh, okay, you know, so they're going to feature Transformers. Um, I don't know. It's, it's surprising that she didn't feature, like, uh, the, the Zords from the Power Rangers either. That would have been Oh, dope. my God, right? Steph, mm-hmm. See, you're fucking up, Steph. Or, or they did. Yeah. Because, um, you know, she didn't report on it. But anyway, um, yeah, what else you got? <laughs> Food, you got anything geeking out? Yeah. Did you guys hear about this um, Tumblr user and he ranked Marvel movies by if there were trains in them? Oh, what? What? Explain. Uh, I think it's pretty self explanatory, but for all our listeners, Marvel here is Marvel movies ranked by if there are trains in them. <laughs> okay. Uh, Iron Man, no trains, zero out of 10. <laughs> the Incredible Hulk. <laughs> One out of ten, no trains, but a verbal reference to a subway. (laughs) Okay. Iron Man 2, negative 100 out of ten. No trains. Uh, Negative 100 points for a cameo by train hater Elon Musk. Oh, my God. (laughs) Uh, Thor, zero zero out of ten. No trains in space. Sad face. Uh, Captain America, the first Avenger, seven out of ten. Cool train high scene and monorails go by at the World's Fair. Okay. Avengers only got a three out of ten. A freight train goes by at the beginning. Uh, tap counts people to get into the subway, giving thing? hope for know. more train content that got so fulfilled. Oh my the God. only scene of Cap riding the subway was deleted. That's why. It's a cheat sheet to a drinking game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I- Iron Man three zero out of ten. No trains. Oh. oh. I was so I was expecting. It. Thor: the Dark World ten out of ten. All caps. Thor rides the train. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> so does that mean the train is worthy of the hammer? It is for man. this guy at okay. least. <laughs> Winter Soldier got zero out of ten. No trains. Garden of the Gal. Gardens of the Galaxy got zero out of ten. Still no trains in space. Sad faces. <laughs> <laughs> Avengers: Age of Ultron got six out of ten. Okay, action scene involving stopping a train. Are these the, the people that are like constantly frequenting Griffith Park? No, the no. little train think, section. Yeah. <laughs> these are bloggers, man. Oh, Ant Man, nine out of ten. Fight scene involving Thomas the Tank Engine. Oh yeah. <laughs> Captain wow. America: Civil War, one out of ten. Cap and Sharon meet next to high speed rail tracks, but no trains go by. <laughs> Doctor right. Strange, six out of ten. Subways go by flying in the mirror dimension. Guardians of the Galaxy 2, 0 out of 10. Still no trains in space. 
Why? Spider-Man Homecoming is 10 out of 10. Peter Parker rides a train on several times. That's right. And he crashes a car for good measure. Yeah. Thor Ragnarok is 0 out of 10. Someone better get some trains in space real soon. <laughs> Black Panther, seven out of ten. Cool Wakandan tram goes by down the street, and the finale involves a vibranium train. Oh, that's true. Avengers: Infinity War, six out of ten. Cap emerges from behind a moving train. <laughs> Exclamation points. <laughs> Ant Man and the Wasp, zero out of ten. No trains. Oh, Ant Man, you failed. Dude, it. Captain Marvel, eleven out of ten. All caps. There are trains in space. Trains in space. <laughs> there are finally trains in space. <laughs> also, she rides a train on there too. Carol Danvers, the queen of public transportation <laughs> and my heart. <laughs> oh. Avengers had games are out of 10, no trains. <laughs> Was this funded by like the Department of Transportation or something? <laughs> Metro. Yeah. <laughs> I think this person probably uses the train a lot. Oh, um, I can only that, guess. Yeah. I, can, uh, I mean, where'd you get that from? Obviously a lot of free time Jesus too. Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, now you know everyone. Train scenes in the Marvel Universe. <laughs> Thanks, who? Captain Marvel's the real MVP of oh, trains. You're welcome. Jesus. And it's in space. That's, yeah, and it's in space. Cool. Is that going to do it? Matt's going to do it. going to do it. We'll be right back with the joint report and the music highlights. Stick around. <laughs> Hey everybody, I'm Josh. And the Foo here tagging along. Be sure to catch us on Foo Bar Sports. Listen in now on Tuesdays. Catch us on any major podcast app or our own website, foobarshow.com. You can also find us on our Facebook group, Foo Bar Sports. Join in on the conversation, sports talk, latest rumors, and sports news. Boogity doobity. Listen, the new single by The Fallen Electric. Listen. Available Friday, June 21st. Download or stream it on your favorite music app. All this time I never believe myself. Go to thefallenelectric.com for all news, show dates, and contact information. Are you on me? Give me some, I'll smoke you two under the table. Wolfu, I wanted to have a conversation regarding all the, the laws uh, regarding how to travel with cannabis in the car, See? depending on the state that you belong in. See? Um, as you know, it's it's still not cool. It's kind of like the uh, alcohol laws. If anything, if you have to try to guess what they are in a specific state, the safe bet usually is keep it in your trunk. Yep. You know, that way it's kind of out of sight, out of mind. If you get, happen to get pulled over, it's not like in the front seat or anything. Though it might be okay in some places being, you know, like tightly wrapped up or in its original container while it's stapled. The safe bet is usually put it in your trunk. But I wanted to talk to you about some local laws, uh, specifically starting with Alaska. They keep it in the trunk. If you're, uh, They say just keep it in the trunk, especially in Anchorage, where um, the city extended its open container laws to cannabis in 2016. But nearly two years after it was legalized, Alaska still has no set limit uh, for the amount of cannabis that can be in your system while driving. And that's another thing that's a part of this conversation, is that also with these cannabis laws coming to play, there isn't a system to measure how much THC is in your system that would determine or be able to tell 
how high you are at that time because as you know thc stays in your fat cells so it's not going to go away anytime soon so it's really it's really making it difficult for law enforcement to track how high you are i think if they ever do come up with that technology it's not going to be for weed it's going to be for like hard drugs and yeah. how to instantly you know detect them on the spot okay if anything i think that shit would happen first because that shit is what you got to know if a guy's on PCP or not, oh, yeah, <laughs> or yeah. if a guy's on angel dust, or if they're coked out of their mind. Mm-hmm. Not just for you know um, policemen, but also for medical reasons and EMTs who respond to you know people right. who OD and people who are, are users or people who get into custody. Mm-hmm. They need treatment right away. So. Yeah. So so um, if you're a cop and you know you're trying to be employee of the month. And you really want to go the extra mile to try to bust somebody. And in these days where everything's kind of starting to get legalized, uh, there's still that that conversation to be had. If you're uh, a person who really goes by the letter of the law rather than the spirit of the law, um, you know, there's still dicks out there who are trying to bust people for this uh, ridiculousness. So uh, speaking about California, you know, we're in California ourselves. We have an open container law here. It's still unlawful to drive with any cannabis, not in the container or in an open container. So that's why it's important to, you know, if you're going to a dispensary, not getting all giddy with it and opening it up right away, you know, mm-hmm. you put it, you know, put it aside until but you get to your destination. That's the best part, food. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Colorado. Now, Colorado is a little bit more sophisticated, and they're, they're kind of beating everybody out of the water these days. Oh, hell yeah. Their law specifies that drivers with five nanograms of active THC in their blood can be prosecuted for driving under the influence. So that's the first time I've really come across nanograms, at least uh, in a legal sense, of how they want to measure it and test it. Uh, And I wonder what kind of device they'll start using on the spot. They'll have to develop some kind of breathalyzer just for simplicity purposes, I think. That's why I I think it's going to get a little interesting because, like I said, weed being being a uh, identified is one thing but holy shit if the technology exists to identify a drug Mm -hmm. or traces of chemicals of drugs Mm -hmm. i mean they're best used for fucking you know opiates and opioid related you know drugs right yeah and 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 methamphetamines and shit like that yeah the stuff that'll cause not only cause the person harm but But, people outside of that as well could cause your you know cardiac arrest it cause most of your organs to fucking you know give out yeah also yeah you brought up a good point if someone's hopped up on some you know some shit some shit they didn't know they smoked which happens a lot still not as frequently as it used to to, um but it still happens people smoke shit I, i remember seeing a documentary on someone and um the big debate was or this was a situation a girl went over to some guy's house and they smoked weed together and the guy was fine you know he was just extra stoned the girl went out and like walked down the street she said she was just felt like a feeling she's never had before and Dang. she straight up went to some guy's house and like killed him what the, what fuck? the fuck and it's it's a very famous case i forget what part where it is in the u.s but yeah, the only logical conclusion they have so far is that weed caused weed caused her uh, to go off the rails like that. Right. And then there's some stories of when I watched this episode of a couple people saying, actually, it's more more likely but unprovable mm-hmm. that the weed was laced with something. There's that. Yeah, we just can't prove it. Yeah, so I think it's a, it's I a, think that's why 
opioids and the methamphetamines should be the priority because you want to try to identify those in weed too so people don't do shit like that. Yeah, you want to have some kind of uh, regulation to it, some quality inspection and all that crap. Um, uh, you know, it's not just about pesticides. You know, it's other stuff that could be laced in your weed while you could consume it. Uh, but getting back to Colorado's uh, stuff, Colorado also has an open container law. It makes it illegal to have cannabis in the passenger area of a vehicle if it's an open container, mm-hmm. a container with a broken seal, or if there's evidence that the cannabis has been consumed. It's also illegal to consume cannabis on any public roadway. And many Colorado law enforcement officers have received advanced training in advanced roadside impairing driving enforcement. Um, Which leads me to question, how legal was it that we were smoking everybody out in that tour bus (laughs) when we went... You know, Mm. unless unless there's some kind of uh, loophole where uh, tour buses are cool. Listen, man, we just won't do it next time. Oh, no, we're going to do it. Well, we're going to do <laughs> it. I mean, they <laughs> said we could. They yeah. told us we could just it's as long as the driver's business. not. Yeah. I think they mean vehicle by it, non, um, non-commercial. Yeah, non-commercial or transportation, or transportation vehicle. vehicle. Yeah. So. But there's no way that the driver was not high, like at least the contact. I oh, come on, dude. He, I, especially after that. the celebration. Dude, we were, uh, Ooh, we were giving it to that group tour really hard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You know what? Um, speaking of the girl killing uh, killing someone off of you know after smoking weed, there are other ways that you can actually die from marijuana. How? So, one, you eat a handful and choke on it. Two, a bale of weed falls on your head and crushes your skull. Okay. Three, you slip on a baggie of green and fall off a cliff. Mm-hmm. Four, a semi truck full of weed veers off the highway and crashes into your bedroom. Where's this PSA? <laughs> you go to a light. You go to light a bowl in a room filled with leaking natural gas. What the? F- <laughs> you, st- you steal 1.5 million worth of pot from a cartel. And marijuana is the name of an escaped circus bear that mauls you on the way to work. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so I got this. I was just looking up, the, the trying to look up that story. And then I came across this article by 93.7 KLBJ, the Rock of Austin. And the blog... It said, "Has your parents ever warned you about these hazards wow, of smoking marijuana?" Wow, talk about <laughs> fucking extremist views, dude. <laughs> <Oddly> specific. <laughs> <laughs> and then on the bottom, there's like, "I'm a doctor, and I agree." <laughs> and then it says a disclaimer: "Actual shutter shock doctor." And it's a dude that's with like two well, how jars. Can of anybody weed. not agree to any of this? <laughs> Oh, son of a bitch! <laughs> it's okay. a dude with two jars on oh, the side of, of weed, him, and he has a stethoscope. Th- yeah, <laughs> I like it. Sounds professional. Right. You should put that on a business card. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, that's just a couple of, of the many states is uh, like open container law, just in case you know, uh, with with it becoming more prevalent in the United States, knowing how to travel amongst the states that are legal, especially when they're neighboring each other, it's yeah. important to kind of know what's going on regarding how to you know transport it and handle it and all that stuff, so that you don't get busted in a different state. That fucking sucks. Don't be trying to go to Arizona with a vial of weed. Don't get, do it. You'll get arrested. I did it once. Quick. Don't do it again. Foo. You, you crazy. Are you talking to yourself? Maybe I am. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I am. Well, Foo, you have anything? For the yeah, I actually board? wanted to uh, talk about something uh, also going on in Denver. I think it happened in the, most recently in the past few months, and it's in the process. Uh, Denver's Turnover a New Leaf program. Um it's about getting rid of uh, 
convictions on you know prior convictions to the weed law passing mm-hmm. on small and uh, small non uh, nonviolent uh, marijuana and drug related crimes. Okay. Uh, they're trying to wipe them from people's records. That's an initiative by Denver. Um, that's been in progress. I I think that initially came up effective in February, but it wasn't ready to go yet. Mm-hmm. That's great. I think that it's an important thing. Is if if, if something was illegal before and now everybody's cool with it like hey yo my record is still tarnished and it's what the fuck yeah and it's mostly like for guys who are like for example if any of us were in a park and we're smoking like a gram off of an eighth we bought Mm -hmm. we would go to jail Mm -hmm. and get charged oh yeah so those guys still had that on their record i had less than a gram of uh of hash in my trunk hidden that was found and they wanted to send me to county. Yeah. It's like, really, dude? Dang. Just because it was a concentrate. Now, if it was just flour, so the people, then it would have been okay. And the people who aren't as lucky or as resourceful as you were, mm. they have no choice but to deal with that instead of try to fight it. Yeah. So, you know, you, you know, it, it, there's a lot of people who can't afford to do that. Mm. You know, try to get some legal help. I spent a lot of energy trying not to go to jail, dude. Just like, running to and from court, right? It was stupid. It was like uh, I, I compare it to putting together my wedding. Like <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot of fucking energy and calories burnt just not to, you know, get sentenced to go to jail. It's like really, I had less than a gram of hash in my trunk that was hard to find. Are you trying to get a fucking trophy for actually finding it? <laughs> like, really? That, that day that they was did, fucked dude. Up. That day they tried. That day they tried, and they failed. Yeah. Thank you, Shanta Bibian. Thank <laughs> you very much. Good man. He's a good man. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's about 13,000 people in Denver who are eligible to have their records cleaned up by this act. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a, that's a big help for people getting qualified work and trying to help people out, you know, trying to get jobs. Yeah, people that aren't menacing to society, yeah. you know, that they just they just wanted to consume this, a little cannabis. These aren't the people who are distributing it and fucking, you know, making shitload of money and illegally growing. These are people who, you know, got caught walking down the street smoking a J and they're mm-hmm. fucking got thrown in jail. Yeah. So it's taking care of the little guys like that. Mm-hmm. And if, you know, not to get racial, but, you know, there's there, there's an unbalanced amount of types of people in prison, blacks, Mexicans, Hispanics, uh, because those are the ones that usually would get pulled over and get fined or uh, sentenced to these It's funny, the, the, the mayor and the DA, you know, they made a statement when it originally came out and the mayor said... This is about equity for our communities of color and individuals who were disproportionately impacted by low-level marijuana convictions. Yeah. I, love the, I love the use of equity, and that should be the word that we all use in these types of things. It's not equality that people really kind of seek on a day-to-day when we're talking about like social issues. It's equity. And you then, know, let's all just get to the same eye level. Right? You have the DA chiming in here. Overturning these convictions is part of Denver's multi-pronged mm-hmm. approach to correct Social injustices caused by the war on drugs. Right on. So they're fucking being way ahead of the curve on yeah. this shit. God damn it. Dude. And you know what? The cherry on top is Colorado's air is just that much cleaner, too. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Uh, yeah, ironically, <laughs> with all the, all the smokers there. <laughs> you know what's the best part of the trip? We didn't even get anywhere yet from the airport. But while we were driving on the freeway, we just got like... A huge whiff of a factory. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. That had plants in it. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. Like, yeah, people yeah. on the free were like, oh, yeah, that's the weed plant. That's what that smell is. Right. Or, you know, or just the uh, the, the town skunk. 
I just peed on something that day. Got, but, ran, got ran over? Yeah, I got ran over. That's usually why it stinks around here whenever we smell that yeah. on the freeway. But um, yeah, dude, good times. Good time. I, I hope that it leads to other well, uh, municipalities. It, it did pass. Like it's it's currently going down. So okay, awesome. Hopefully, they'll, they'll announce how the progress is by the end of the fiscal year or something. Right on. Dope. Cool. Well, I think that's going to do it for a joint report. Smoke weed every day. All right. Well, let's finish it off with the music highlights. Well, guys, you wanted to take over the music highlights today, and yeah, um, I'm not surprised with the tracks that you chose. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, man. With with uh, you geeks fucking geeking out over some anime. It's uh, our time. Let me know. Uh, so let me know what you guys. Well, did honestly, here. I think I think um, I was actually inspired by um, our last guest, what antagonist? Yeah, antagonist. I was inspired because you played their their metal songs. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the songs we have is a metal bass like um, intro. intro, intro, not just an intro, like the whole series is kind of metal, dude. Well, you'll yeah. notice in the theme of these songs going forward, there's a lot of there's a rock, a great mm-hmm. rock theme in all of them. So first off, we started with uh, My Hero Academia's original soundtrack for the or original theme opening for the first season. Yeah. Let's all right. Do this. Let's check it out. No lyrics for the food. Or the clear. It's good music. It is. Get your hand. <laughs> Dude, and if you know what he's saying, food, you know what he's saying. Are you real? Oh, yeah. Dude, it up, this is off the first season, right? Yeah, this is the first season. And they have better. They they have uh, other good ones too as the seasons go on. Like, dude, it's, anime a- anime intros are fucking badass. They're pretty good. Yeah, yeah I mean, you know. And next, our next one is uh, actually one a show we're all familiar with by mm-hmm. the name of Dragon Ball Super. And this was you're familiar with it, right? I, only because of you guys. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this is their intro for the Tournament of Power. So let's hear this out. Okay. 
Straight up like trash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it is. It's pretty good. Is he gonna start shredding at any time? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Keep yeah, going, man. He's gonna shred it soon, man. You wait. definitely a song that that really gets you amped i remember the first few intros of super i wasn't really 100 percent in like i was just like all right it's kind of taking me out a little here and i think uh you you mentioned it uh you know he said that was the uh the intro for one of the arcs like i the one thing you know about it's cool about animes when they have different arcs they start to change the intros yeah like have, the attack on titan one right every season they went back arc. to being like fucking like oh, heavy metal and yeah heavy. Mm-hmm. like the first half was like very soft Soft rock, I would say. Because there's no Titan. No Titan. It was all humans. Yeah, right. human interaction. But yeah. as soon as the Titans come back, it's like, yeah, motherfucker, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> action. Action. Speaking of action, this last one, it's our one of me and the Foo's favorite animes right now, One it, Punch Man. Dude, it's, it's, it's good. I don't know why Steph isn't more into it. Maybe we should just give it a chance. I mean, to. you've seen it. it. I've seen it. It's a lot of I'm as into up. it as Steph might be, but <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> A lot it's of buildup, no, no payoff because like these guys see it seems like an unbeatable situation. All of a sudden, this dude comes back, one punch, boom! All right, I mean, yeah, that's who he is, one punch sir. man. Yeah. So uh, this is the intro for the second season, which is way better than the first one. So let's take a listen. All right. Okay, go 
just it changes styles. Yeah, yeah. At, at every verse almost. Yeah, and th- that's kind of how the first one, the the one in the first season was too. Like they changed verses like halfway through. Yeah. But dude, it just gets you amped as soon as like right now <laughs> when they change it. It's like, oh yeah, it's good shit. I mean, don't if you guys don't even want to watch the anime, just listen to the theme songs. We're good. For real. <laughs> yeah, they're good shit. Uh, what's interesting too about this guy, um, Ricardo Cruz? Uh-huh. He's uh, Brazilian, and he works with the Japanese anime um, producers. Nice. So he's part of like a super group. Um, uh, I think they're called like Jam, <laughs> my okay. or My Jam or something or Jam. Okay, it's uh, Jam Project. Jam Project. There yeah. you go. It's him, and then a couple of really famous um, vocalists and producers that have worked on Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Super, mm-hmm. One Piece, mm-hmm. a lot of popular animes. Dope. Yeah, it's good shit. It's good stuff out there. So people, give anime a chance. And it's not weird. It's cool. Do it. <laughs> yeah. Just do it. Yeah, you're weird. Yeah, you're weird if you don't like it. I mean, I'm just putting it out there, you know? Right. Yeah. Well, cool, man. Hey, thanks for sharing all that. I, I uh, we, we need to do more of these. Uh, you it, was know what? A, it was enjoyable music. I uh, I think for the next one, just to shake things up, I think it would be a good idea to maybe uh, pick the best theme songs of all time. Oh, perhaps. we will have some fun let, here. Let, let's do, let's do, do like a bracket. This yeah. is tough. This Brac- is bracketology dang, for theme like songs? Th- yeah. Three, three theme a week? <laughs> I think so. Let's do this. Yeah. That's going to be tough because I'm going to throw out an example, which I know is not going to make the become champion mm-hmm. but halo we is, can do it's no. fantastic but it's very exhausting too <laughs> yes yes it's, halo is a lot going on it's there. like an opera dude like, halo has yeah. about now with all their games about eight hours of mm-hmm. full music orchestra it's right right it's i mean cool. it's, it's it's great, it's great stuff, stuff man. man yeah and since you're picking video games i think we should leave it open for any intro i uh, yes like of all the best of all time i mean um unless you want to categorize it uh, or sixty-four or bit food, maybe uh, from <laughs> from the sixty-four MP4 bit version. conference, you know, <laughs> or the uh, TV show conference, or, or from the anime conference. anime conference. Yeah, you know? we can we can do it day by we can we can do this, and then just pick the best out of that batch, and then they start bracking up. I think I think we just came up with our new segment, guys. All right, all right. I'm liking this already. I, I love it. I love it. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, dude. I'm looking forward to that. So 115, episode 115 in the books, everyone. And we're only about a week or so away from Fubar Fest 2019. Yeah, it's coming right June around the corner, June 29th guys. at DBA 256 in Pomona, California, with a lot of great bands, uh, a lot of great hip-hop artists, too. So uh, we look forward to catching everybody there, man. It's going to be good stuff. We're just going to be handing out some uh, some cool little you know takeaways. And you'll take it. And you'll, you'll, <laughs> and you'll like it. it. <laughs> no complaints from you, Fuse. That's right. Really looking forward to that. Uh, really looking forward to some, maybe some other projects that we'll put together that'll feature our musical guests. Now, Josh, your sister, and we've talked about this before on the podcast. Yes, she, sir. She's an artist. She paints, Correct. right? Correct. And uh, she'll be showcasing her art over at DBA 256 at the Fubar Fest. That is correct. Yeah, we're going to be taking some pieces, and uh, we'll we'll have some pieces up there for sale. We should um, make our own Fubar Fucking piece. 
Our own food bar for you. Slap it up there for two dollar. I'll see what I can do. Yeah. <laughs> it's just gonna be stick figures. All of us around the podcast table. <laughs> two hundred dollars. I'm just gonna beat off on a canvas and call it art. Oh. Yeah. And it's you're on the Jackson Pollock route, eh? That's right. All right. That's right. Little splatter art. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> All right. Well that that got off the rails. Well, come quick. on. Every week we're we're beating <laughs> off into a ceiling fan anyway. Uh, yeah. That's <laughs> what it really with, comes down to. With yeah. What are you guys up Fubar to? Fest 2019, everybody. All right, cool. Well, I'm looking forward to it. I hope you guys are excited as I am now. Now I am. Now. I don't know. If <laughs> you sound a little too excited to be it. Well, I kind of have to be. I kind of have to be if I'm going to deliver well, on to, this promise. To, yeah. to, to, set, to, to complete such project, he must become excited. All right, Fu. Yeah. Don't touch it for two weeks. Oh, God. <laughs> Good luck, dude. Yeah. yeah. We're rooting for you, pal. <laughs> I'm rooting for me. Fuck, that's impossible. It's like, I think I think Seinfeld did that already. <laughs> like Kramer, I'll just hand in my 10 oh, bucks. So, or so, was it you, bucks? so you are the master of your domain. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Holy shit. All right. Well. On that note, <laughs> that has another one in the books. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening into the Food Bar Show. Thank you for downloading the pod on your favorite <laughs> podcast app, subscribing, and telling a friend like a champ. You can always reach us at Food Bar Show. That's FWOBarshow.com. And FWOBar Show is your handle on Facebook, Tumblr, Twitter, and Instagram. Check us out. Drop us a line and we'll fill it up like a couple of foods. Josie. I've been Josh with the food. And we're signing off. We're Steph. Saying don't be a dick.